All right, so we're back. So I wanted to have a con. Well, the conversation I wanted to have today was about career stuff and the things I see people doing wrong in the industry and just life in general. But I've been seeing a lot of things in my life about expectations. And even though uh, Cousin Hybrid isn't here, he put something on his IG and I screenshotted it because it was so powerful. It said, it's amazing what can happen when you aren't attached to the outcome. Now, someone like me, I'm always attached to the outcome because the law of attraction, which I'm a strong believer in, teaches you to think positive and you know, if you see it, you can believe it and it'll come through true and, you know, live like it's already happening and blah, 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 blah. And we live those lives because that's what I guess we hold on to, to make life better. But 2020 has been a shit show for me from the start up until now. And I had a lot of expectations going into this year. I had a job. There was a wolf that I was really into that I thought would work out. Um, career goals were a little confusing of the direction I was going to go in, but I've been doing this for the since 2009. So I figured, you know, just keep moving and we'll, we'll get to where we need to be. And, you know, I was holding on to all of that. I thought summer was going to be great. I'd be out in these streets. Hell, I thought I was going to be having sex. But life has definitely taken a turn ever since the Rona has come true. Well, come into fruition. So today's topic is going to be about expectations and everything in between. So we're going to start off with life. I'm going to ask... Danny first. I'm going to ask karaoke. Danny, what mm -hmm. is one thing this year that you had expectations for as far as life is concerned that did not go as planned? Uh, one thing career-wise, I was hoping that because I started where I worked a year ago, mm -hmm. that by this year, or my year anniversary, I would be transferring into a better position. Mm. But with that expectation, I guess maybe I thought maybe I was entitled because it's like, oh, I've already been here a year. You know, these people know who I am. Once I apply, they'll put my resume in and then boom, I'll get the job, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing, the one expectation I had this year. And I, I still have that expectation. Are you someone who has high expectations for things? I like, want to say yes, but now that I've had a different outlook on things, because now I journal and I sit and I analyze a lot. Mm -hmm. um, now that I analyze everything, my expectations aren't as high anymore. Because again, like I said, I had this entitlement thing going on where it's like the end result you know, it kind of didn't matter, but it was like, you know, whatever happens, I'm entitled to know it like right away. Like I'm that person that wants instant gratification. Okay. So we're on the same page. I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that is also something I do as well. Karaoke, same question for you. I, I think in my, my personal life, more than my professional life, I have expectations. Um, in my personal or my professional life, I don't really expect much. I don't have any like real goals. Like I'm not striving to like, I'm not on a path to be the CEO of anything. So there's, I feel like there are steps that I need to take in a certain order to get somewhere. Um, so I'm kind of happy to just be going with the flow and accepting things that come my way. And that has kind of served me well in my professional life. Like I've, I've, I don't think that since I started working when I was 18, I think that there's been a total of seven months that I've been unemployed because I'm happy to do new things, learn new things, try new things, be in various positions. So Mm. in my professional life, I think that that works out. I am way more likely to, um, set up plans for myself in my personal life that I don't when I get focused on one thing and mm-hmm. I'm married to that outcome mm-hmm. and I kind of <clears throat> like put blinders on and I don't think about all of the other things and all of the other pieces mm-hmm. and then things might fall apart there now my my friend Q she says that that's um the Capricorn in me and I don't I don't know but mm. so y'all I mean. have y'all be mean so i definitely think that like i am more more likely in my personal life to be like this is this is what i'm gonna do and then i'll it's not even necessarily that i don't do that thing but Mm -hmm. i'll i'll get it done and then be like but at what cost like now i'm you know i've done this but now i like because I put off everything else. Now I'm like way behind on this or this should have gone way differently. Or I didn't think about this one aspect. That's now just like, fuck now, what do I do with this thing over here? Um, yeah, but I don't know. So I, I think that being married to the outcome, I guess it could go either if it, if you're only focused on that and not kind of focused on like the whole big picture, Mm-hmm. And you're only just focusing that what you're married to is just this one small item and you ignore everything else. I think then it can go badly because like you said, with the the power of positive thinking and speaking it into belief and fake it till you make it, that sort of thing. I think all of those things can work and help you keep focused on getting to where you're ultimately trying to get to. But you got to remember everything else in life at the same time. Now, see... The crazy part about that is, is that I believe that some people, they can do that and it they actually have positive outcomes because of it. Like, for instance, the Pretty Vixen. She, we had a discussion last night and she said that when she went to Mexico, she just came back from Mexico and she had a really good time. She just needed to get away and she ended up meeting two gentlemen on that trip and they completely spoiled her they paid for everything they're like head over heels for her and she didn't put any expectations into anything when she was going down there 
she said, because I asked her, because she's like, she feels a shift in her life and she feels like everything is just working out. And from the time I've known her, everything has just kind of worked out. And she's the type of person who it's like, when she wants something, I notice with me, I'll obsess about what I want. Mm. She doesn't obsess about it. She says, okay, I want to live here. And guess what? It happened. I'm going to go on vacation and I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to expect anything. Guess what? Things, other things happened that were in the positive. And when I asked her how, what she did, because I was like, well, put me on, put me on, sis. I want to know what you were doing. <laughs> she was like, I, she did nothing. She just literally had no expectations. She feels that is what it is. Because here's the thing. We all had these expectations for 2020. And look at what happened we literally got thrown into this pandemic where everything that we thought was going to happen didn't. And we had to rearrange our lives. We all made plans and everything just hit the floor. So my next question is, at what point do you start being real? At what point do you say, okay, I'm trying to have high expectations for something, but it looks like it's not moving in my favor, but I'm going to try to keep positive, even though they teach you in the law of attraction to don't believe what you're seeing. Do you still not believe what you're seeing or do you just let go and just hope for the best? Danny. That is a good question. First of all, I just want to make that known. Well, thank you very much. You know, I, I, <laughs> I was just trying to be a little fancy and shit. <laughs> but yes, my answer to that is I think it's a fine line in manifesting things versus seeing things for what they're what they are. Like I want to say generally speaking, like if I want a job, I'm gonna manifest that job. Hey, you know, I want that job so bad, so bad, so bad. But if I don't apply for it, and I don't put myself out there for it. It's like, mm. how is that going to come? Do you think it is going to fall out of the sky into your lap? Mm. So okay. I just, I think it's a fine line between manifesting and actually doing and believing something. This is going to segue into the, the, the next part of the conversation very well, actually. Karaoke, what is your thoughts? I think it depends on if you're, like, if you're actually making progress or not like I mean sometimes you can you can keep focused on a thing and you'll find that things are sort of going your way but you'll hit a couple of hiccups in the road but if you think about it you're like okay overall I'm still closer to where I was um than when I started so even if it seems like you're having like some, you know, you take two steps forward and one step back. If you're actually making forward progress, I think that you should keep pushing through. But if you're like, this is what I want to do. And you, you know, look at that compared to six months ago. Like, I'm really like, I've been working hard. I've been trying. I haven't expected it to fall into my lap. Mm -hmm. um, because I actually, like, that's that's fully how I plan to win the lottery. Like, I don't play, but I just expect that I'm going to win one right. day. Um, so... <laughs> So I think if you're not... We'll come back to this at, podcast and say, remember when she said that shit? Exactly. <laughs> I found a ticket on the ground. Now um, she don't know us because she's, you know, she fancy. 
Right. <laughs> so if you if you can look back to when you started that mission to mm-hmm. where you are today and really say, you know, despite my best effort, I really aren't I'm not getting any closer to where I was. Then I think that you need to stop and reevaluate like, okay, where am I trying to get to? Why am I trying to get here? Do I really even want to get here? Mm-hmm. Like, is this really mm-hmm. like my thing or is this just like, you know, this is kind of what people expect of me? Because yeah. sometimes you're on a path because you feel like it's where you are supposed to be. Like, you know, in certain cultures, you know, your parents expect you to be a lawyer or a doctor. So that's what you set out to be. You're like, you know, in my family, I come from a family of doctors, so I'm going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're on that path and you're really, you're not doing well at it. And then you're like, maybe I'm just supposed to be maybe a Maybe I'm supposed to be a rapper. Yeah, right, no. like, you know, <laughs> something like that. And so maybe it's like, maybe you're not making progress because that's really not your plan. You're forcing yourself into this box, but that's not really where your heart and soul is. So, you know, you just, if you're not making any progress, then you reevaluate. Mm. You know, it's funny. So today, we'll use today, for example. So now, yesterday... You know, I, I, I had this whole topic. I sat down. I wrote this agenda. I was like, I am, we're going to rock this shit tomorrow. We're going to fucking rock it. Woke up today, said Cousin Hybrid a message, and it was, oh, I can't do it, such and such and such. So then I felt all down, and I was like, let me ask Danny. And, you know, Danny, thank God she was available. But then when we were trying to do it, her mic wasn't working on the platform. Like everything that we tried to do just was not fucking working. And I was like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like about to just give shit up. I was about to be like, you know what? I'm taking three Benadryls and I'm just fucking going to bed. I'm just fucking going to bed, okay? I'm just fucking, I just hate everything. I hate fucking everything. I hate everyone. But... Then I was like, you know what? I, I put, I brought my laptop into the living room. I sat down and I said, you know what? So my spirit said, just keep doing it. Just, I want Danny to be on here. My spirit kept urging me to not give up. And I kid you not, in about two seconds, she joined <laughs> and it was working. <laughs> and I said, wow, look what happens when I let it go. Because I kind of just, like, my spirit just was like, you know what? I don't know what to do anymore. Whatever. And I think that that always has worked out for me. I started my blog in 2009. And I had no expectations for the actual blog. Like, I just kind of was writing. And I was just doing my thing. And, you know, word of mouth, it started to get to where it needed to be. But there was years. And karaoke's been there. It was years I would say to her, like, where am I going with this? You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? Like, I would love to get sponsors. I would love to get ads. I would love to get help. But I had personal fears within me that were blocking that. And it wasn't until I just said, you know what, Jay? Just write, do whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's when TMZ was, like, calling And being on TMZ the amount of times I've been, and it took me damn near, what, a decade for this, for this blog to start picking up and start moving. Mm -hmm. And I literally had to drop because 
I would see other bloggers getting all this love and I see people on Instagram getting all this love and I'm like, well, I'm, I, I should be getting all this love. You know what I mean? Like I'm expecting to be treated the way they're treated because they're all extra popular and they have platforms and they have this and that, they have that. And I'm like, well, why am I not getting treated like that? But my expectations didn't match the outcome because I am where I need to be as far as my outcome is concerned. This year was terrible, but a lot of things that I expected to happen didn't happen. And it took me on another route where things actually worked out better. So I had to ask myself, maybe shit would have been horrible if I got what I wanted. Now, let's talk about the expectations of relationships. Oh, Lord. All right, so there was this guy. Oh, it's always this guy, isn't it? Right. <laughs> there was this guy that I really, 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 really liked. I really liked him. I liked him a lot. And the English accent is back. Don't talk about my English accent, okay? Don't. We're <laughs> we do need we do need the tea and crumpets for this one. Uh but I really liked him and I thought my expectations was that wow, he is actually showing that he's interested in me and I'm really like we're really on this this groove like we're on this path that it it looked like it's going to work out. It looks like he's going to hit me up and we're going to have a conversation. He's going to tell me he's interested too. I'm going to say, great. We're going to have this amazing fucking sex. I'm going to make sure that I literally fuck his brains out. And and that's emotionally, spiritually, mentally. (laughs) And we're going to be this little situation. And life is going to be good. And yeah, my expectations failed because he fumbled the entire bag with me. That hurt me because I guess deep down inside, I'm still, I still have this little hope, like how today I had this little hope that it would work with Danny. I had this hope that it'll still work, even though from my snooping, it looks like he's found someone. And I'm like, well, I guess I was wrong then. And I guess it's not going to work out in my favor, even though it looked like it was. So that's the thing I feel like with people. Danny made a good point, which I said would be a good segue, is that when it comes to material possessions and it comes to jobs, it's easier to get those things because they don't have, it's not another human. It's just a, it's a, it's like a object. I've said, I want something and I'll let it go because I don't, it's, it's like a, it's something that I can get. Whereas someone else, they're going, they're, they're, they have free will. There's things I have achieved or places I've been only because I said, you know what, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to obsess over it because it's going to happen. And it does. But when it comes to other people, they tell us to be positive and to look, um, for people we're interested in, they tell us to be positive and look towards that direction. And it sometimes it doesn't work. 
have you guys ever been in that situation where it was like, damn, I really thought I was going to get with this motherfucker. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few times, actually. It sucks. It does. I had, to get, I had to get that out. I'm also, I find that I'm not, I'm not good at. Well, let me tell you, you actually manifested your husband. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Well. Sure. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're a good example because guess what? I remember that night I was watching Big, Big Little Lies and you were like, oh my God, Jamar, I totally love him. Like, he's so cute. And like, he's just so big and cuddly and I just really want to hug him. Like, oh God, I just, like, I just imagine like in his arms. I just, I just, it's going to happen. And then boom. I mean, later, these she's married. words sound familiar, but that voice, I'm pretty sure I don't sound like that. I, I think. <laughs> I, well, that's that's how it came off that night. I do a lot of uh, recording for various things, and I'm pretty sure. So I've heard my voice, and I'm pretty sure it does not sound like that chick. Um, yes, but even at that, um, maybe I manifested my husband. But even our relationship has been so difficult. Um, like we Ooh, are. Hold on, I got chills. Wait a minute now, because <laughs> not <laughs> not chills because it's difficult, but chills because I'm gonna segue into why I got chills. Go. Okay, so like we are. I don't know. I think we're in the second year. I think two or three years, two and a half years. I don't know. I don't even know how long we've been married. Um, but it's been so hard. Because we, when I met him, I thought that we were super compatible. Um, oh, know, God. Yes, you did. A similar sense <laughs> of humor. Um, I do enjoy, I, I, I do enjoy, like, cuddling with him. Because he's, like, a big fluffy dude, like I like. Um, but, you know, like, we laughed at all the same stuff. Like, we, we just had, like, random weird things in common. Um, we seemed like we were on the same page as far as like where we wanted to go like the things that we wanted in life and like now and I don't know if that's just because we live together or because we've made this official on paper but now it's like it's a constant struggle and I am like I have found myself just being like why 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 did I think this was a good idea Mm. but then some days it's like you know we'll be like back to how we used to be and we'll have really good days and we get along and we can cohabitate and we can have good conversations but some days it's like everything that we say like we could really be talking about like clouds in the sky and like it's a fight and we have to like walk away before somebody says something completely ridiculous i said the cloud was fluffy it's fluffy no it's not fluffy fluffy. it's poofy there's a difference between poofy and fluffy like (laughs) (laughs) and they're not like that silly but they really do it's like sometimes i feel like almost anything can make us start arguing and sometimes it's just like or Like, I'll say something and he will, you know, I'll say, like, 
17 paragraphs and he will find one sentence in the middle of the fourth paragraph and be like oh this is what you think and i'm like wait a minute wait you didn't hear anything else that i said like that's your takeaway from Mm. everything that i said Mm. and so it's like some days i'm like who are you like why am i still doing this um but then some days I'm like, okay, cool. Like I get it. Like we can, we can fix it. We can, we can make it work. Like, you know, you change a little, I'll change a little. We'll meet in the middle somewhere. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I manifested him, but like, I was not really prepared for how much work it was going to be. Well, let me ask you both. Cause this is, that's a good, a good, good description. But do you guys think that some, that, the expectation of the idea that you have about this person in your head, maybe not the person you're actually getting. Definitely. Because, okay. <laughs> she answered she, she that, that quick. Definitely. Right. Boom. And I'm on the Boom. same page. It's okay. Just, uh, I agree. <laughs> I put, I put up something on my Twitter. Um, I saw it actually on IG and I had to like put it on my Twitter and it said, I miss the idea I had of you. And it says, it's from the IG, we're not really strangers. And it said, I used to be so invested in the idea of a person that I'd avoid any questions that might shatter that illusion. Once I finally got the courage to ask the question, I got answers that hurt but set me free. I learned I'd rather be disappointed in the reality than in love with an idea. Do you miss them or the idea you had of them? Wow. And I said, Mm. oh, wow, that made me fucking like, that gave me fucking chills. I had to ponder that for the whole day. Um, I can honestly say that with the guy that I like, and I'll put like with question marks and, you know, parentheses. Um, by how he acts just by observation in my head like when we like someone and we're interested in someone they look good tenfold like their body looks great they move like movie stars in your head they're a fantasy like you have this whole impression that the sex is going to be fucking bomb they're going to talk to you when you're down. They're going to make you feel loved and wanted because that's a fantasy and the expectation of that fantasy in your mind. But sometimes that's not always the truth. Sometimes you're actually getting a real life goddamn what the fuck human. And someone that you're like, as karaoke would say, why the fuck am I doing this? Why did I do this? Why did I even get into this? This is not what I expected. So... You expected one thing. You didn't get what you expected. Do you still stay with the person if there's little things about them that you still like? There's those glimpses of the idea you had in your head that pop up every now and again? Or do you just say, this is a wash, I'm done? Well, it depends on um, what those things are that you don't like about somebody. Because there's never going to be somebody who who turns out to be 100% the ideal. And unless you're willing to embrace the concept and practice of polyamory, you're always going to be disappointed by somebody in some way. 
So I think it's a matter of, you know, of as of delegating between your wants and your needs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I want to marry a millionaire, but I, do too. I, I just, I really just need to be financially stable. Mm. Like, so could I live if my husband and I made a million dollars a year? Absolutely. But would I still be able to maintain if we only made 70? Yes, I would. Mm. So depending on what your wants and your needs are, and they're different for everybody. And so there's no right and wrong, but really figure out what do I need versus what do I want? And does he, or is my partner getting me to where I need to be or, or really helping me be where I need to be? Mm. Um, or, like, is it the needs that they're not meeting or is it the wants that they're not meeting? And if they're meeting 100% of your needs and they might be flaky on some of the wants, then mm. I don't think that's a reason to let go of the relationship. Like, I, you know, I really want to be in a relationship with a tall guy. But if the guy who is helping me pay my bills, who's holding it down when I, when I lose my job, you know, he floats all of everything for six months until I find something else. You know, he does everything that I need him to do. Am I really going to drop that relationship because he's five ten and I don't consider that to be tall? Uh. Um, no, like it, would it, would I be maybe happier in some weird unimportant way if he was six four yes but yeah. i mean if he's not he's not he's still but like what's important to me you know he's there when i feel like i have something to say i feel like i can open up to him i can like i feel like my feelings are protected mm-hmm. when i give him those feelings like my words are safe my heart is safe with him if he's short i mean he's just short i'll suck it up because Feeling that I'm safe with somebody is more important than how tall that person is. I mean, if he's 5'2", well, (laughs) what? Hi, shorty. Thank you for making me feel (laughs) safe. I'm not going to lie. I would have a hard time even giving that a shot to begin with. Like, you could be real nice, but if I have to look down and talk to you, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel about that. Well, you know, the good thing is about a short guy is that he could just, he's like easy access to your vagina. I mean, I'm not talking about midgets. I just like regular short. <laughs> like a few feet, not like like super short. Right, I meant inches, not feet, right. Right. Something. Some of these short dudes suffer from a Napoleon complex and they want to make sure that they give you the same energy that a big dude do. Don't sleep. <laughs> I mean, you know what? And I mean, that's, that could be Don't true. Sleep. I'm not saying that, like, it just, it would not be my first consideration. But I feel like with um Kevin Hart and that chick he's married to, whatever her name is, I'm not even going to try to jack her up. Okay. So, I thought her name was Endo Costume. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. So, like, her name, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so I just, we yeah. just use any E name that I can find. Every time I see a picture of them two, I just be like, he must be a real good dude. Like that's, I can't, I can't personally get past it. Like, I feel like if I was to ever be with a short dude, it would have to be some dude that I just woke up in the middle of the night and been like, shit, 
Like this dude, like we've been friends for like 15 years and he has always been by my side. And nice. like one of those like real like movie realizations <laughs> of like, this is the man I love. And then we go like meet in the rain and slow motion run towards each other. Like that sort of shit. I don't think that I could just be like on a regular Tuesday, be like, hey, shorty, what's up? Me and you, we gonna rock. Like, because nah. The first time you see him buying his fucking outfit from Oshkosh Bagosh. Oh my like, God. What the fuck is this? Like, I'm gonna need you not to be buying your sneakers from the kids section, sir. See, and I, you know, I'm not finna clown no short dudes because you might have some short listeners and readers. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being short. So I I'm love like, them. I love them. But I, I mean, them. If he, I'm not going to say he's shopping at Oshkosh Bagosh, but I mean, just. Yeah, the thought of it is like, it's tough, tough, tough. but I mean, they could be well endowed. So maybe that's what she sees in him besides money. Guys, it's a Sunday. We shouldn't be talking. (laughs) We're always talking about this. Hey, we got to let it be known sometimes. Danny, what are your thoughts? Um, do you have anything to add on to what karaoke said? Um, no, I don't. She's oh, very well spoken. Oh, I mean, See, karaoke, why you gotta be so fucking smart? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Uh, what You're the welcome. Fuck? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but too, I mean, yeah, I agree with her too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's other things too you could. I don't want to say a time frame either, because you know, if it's just fresh, you don't want to throw in the towel. But if you're invested and you feel that, you know, that thing could be not swept under the rug per se, but you could talk to that person about and then they could make changes to make things better. Okay. But yeah, whatever she said was, it was on point. All right. So. To wrap this up, your expectations for the rest of the year, but your reality for the rest of the year. Like, what are your expectations, but what what would you be satisfied with if the expectations didn't happen? Daddy, go. I changed my whole outlook on everything this year. When I started the blog, when me and you were talking like, hey, you know, I had this idea, boom. I swear I was that was just my come to Jesus moment with everything. So again, I've been journaling and writing down my plans and my plans are to well, not so much not have so much expectations, but I just say go with the flow because anything like a wrench can be thrown in your plans anytime. Well they say that scripting is very powerful. I don't know if you know what that is, right? Yeah. They say that when you write something down, it literally gives it energy. So mm-hmm. that's um, definitely true. So I would say you're on a good path with the journaling. Um, do you have any expectations for next year? Or you're just going with the flow. No, I'm going with the flow with everything, relationships, career, all of that. Because I feel like sometimes, too, when I have expectations or I want to throw myself out there to do better and be better, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like... I might be throwing myself out to the wolves Mm. and you know, when you throw yourself out to the wolves and it's time for them to feast, it's like, sis, can you run away from them? (laughs) So Mm. like, I'm just going to take everything slowly and with a grain of salt and, you know, I'm going to keep manifesting, keep writing my goals and working towards better without throwing myself out there to the wolves. 
and karaoke and your smart ass. <laughs> Do you have I mean, anything for expectation? Much the same. I'm gonna. Um, I mean, I have some things that I would like to work on. Um, my some of my girlfriends are talking about going skydiving, and um, I need to lose about 20 pounds or so um to be in the proper weight limit um i think i'm like right at the proper weight limit so i i don't want to be at the top of the weight limit for anything like if it's gonna break because i weigh a certain thing i want to be like safely under that limit um so i want to lose like 20 pounds and there's a um there's another career path that i'm trying to explore and see if that's something that I can do to make some like part-time side money. So I need to focus on doing those two things. Um, But for the most part, I'm just, I'm kind of just letting life come and uh, seeing how it works out. I think that there have been some things that I've been like really focused on. Let me do this. Let me do that. And it hasn't necessarily worked out the way that I want it to. So you know, this year I'm just gonna let go and let God. You know what? Jamari Fox started this year with a job, a love interest, and I've been disappointed by friendships, jobs, and love interests. <laughs> so I think for me, what I'm learning is that this I I'm learning how to just let go and just have no expectations. And if I want something, I'm going to say, oh, that's nice. I would like to have that and still keep the energy going towards what I want, but still just letting go of the attachment of what I feel the outcome would be and just proceeding. Because I noticed with me, how my law of attraction works out is when I just let it go and move on, it tends to work better for me than when I'm sitting there obsessing and looking at pictures and feeling like I'm not where I need to be or I'm not with the person, that tends to bring me in a very low vibrational place. So in order for me to keep my high vibrations, I just have to not expect. And for the Fox holders who are listening, I think it's best because here's the thing, we didn't know that this year was going to be how it was. It turned out to be one of the worst years for some people because they had expectations and literally the Roro said, nope, not today, motherfucker. Better yet, the Roro said, and I oop. So (laughs) I think the best thing to do is just not have any expectations for anything because you never know what's going to happen next week or the week after next week. Hell, we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like It's just that type of life where we just have to say, just go with the flow. Because I feel like when you do that, things just work out. So Anyone who's struggling and anyone who's just holding on to an outcome like really, really strong, I just suggest you just let go and just go about, do your own thing, live your life, and maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't, but it's best to just not deal with the stress of trying to figure out what's going to happen and just deal with it. All right. We're coming towards the end of the podcast today. Uh, Karaoke, give us some trivia before we get on out of here. Okay. Um, Okay, I have five questions for you. Ooh, five. And two bonuses. We'll do two bonus questions. Or should we do three and two bonuses? 
Three and two bonuses. Okay, three and two bonuses. Okay, first question. Daddy, you're first. Yay! Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, which which teenage girl gained fame in France during the Hundred Years' War? Choices. Joan of Arc, Catherine the Great, Florence Nightingale, Boadicea. <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, Damn, you actually, you're taking us to history. Now. I'll say the second choice. Uh, Catherine the Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. you, Joan of Arc. Whatever that answer was. <laughs> I love the accent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Jamari, you actually got that one correct. Nice. <laughs> I'm smart. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Okay. This is another hard one. The city of Sarajevo, once part of Yugoslavia, is now which country's largest city? Macedonia, Slovenia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, or Montenegro? Oh, Lord. (laughs) The third choice. Bosnia and Herzegovina? Yes. Okay. Jay? Uh, you know what? My spirit says B, so I'm going to go with B. Slovenia? Mm-hmm. That one. Okay. That's one point to Danny. Woo! <clears throat> <laughs> uh, no. We're tied in smartness. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. That makes me feel good. All right. So, one to one. Okay, which actor slash comedian and Ooh. Saturday Night Live cast member was murdered by his wife in 1998? Chris Farley, Horatio Sands, Tim Meadows, or Phil Hartman? Hmm. Let's go with Horatio. Okay. You know what? I haven't seen or heard from Phil Hartman's name in a minute. Either he is a loser or he's dead. So we're going to go with Phil Hartman. Okay, well, as it turns out, Phil Hartman was murdered by his wife in 1998. Wow. Oh, shit. I'm smart. I'm smart. I told my mama I was smart. I told my mama I was smart. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, Bonus question. Which of these words is French for lung? La chaîne Le veau, la bague, or le poumon? Oh, the last one sounded really... Hmm. Yeah, let's go with the last one. Okay. You know, that French, that French sounds sexy. So it felt something when you said le bug. So I'm going to go with (laughs) le bug. (laughs) (laughs) Which one was that? (laughs) Can you you say that again, please? Le bug. Le <laughs> Just say that in my air, baby. Le buck. Ooh, you can have me. Okay. Uh, well, what if we were both wrong? Right. While you, Jamari, are busy being excited about your ring, <laughs> Danny. Is I, I, you know what? I like the motherfucking ring. <laughs> Boom. Say Danny that again in my correct ear. That uh, uh, it's le poumon, um, which is like the basis of like words like pulmonary for lungs. Okay, so we, we tied in smartness. Okay, okay. Okay, so you're <laughs> tied in smartness. Okay, last question. 
What word means to think deeply? Eradicate, contemplate, abound, or obviate? I'll go with B. Okay. I'm going to go with B, too. All right. Then we will finish this trivia with a three-to-three tie. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so fucking smart. We like smart. We both smart. We both smart. We smart. We kind. (laughs) We intelligent. We smart. We kind. We beautiful. We beautiful. The first two were, were hard, so I was Definitely. like, I'll give you a break towards the end. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have dropped out of school. Oh, right? <laughs> like, what happened to history class and all the classes right. I took back then? I need to refresh God. myself. God forbid I was supposed to be winning a million dollars. I know, right? we'd all be broke on that. Well, yeah, I was like, when I was even, when I was reading the questions, I was like, uh, maybe this one? <laughs> <laughs> I was so same. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that I'm I'm smart. And you know what? The last one, I'm like, yo, if you get this wrong and you like English, to <laughs> go really take them three Benadryls and contemplate your motherfucking life. <laughs> 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 contemplate your motherfucking intelligence, right? Now. Right. <laughs> 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 just take take the whole fucking blog away right sit down throw the whole brain away right just throw it all away um <laughs> Danny you know what I gotta say we had a good fucking podcast today even though and again no expectations alright 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 no motherfucking <laughs> expectations look what happens we had a good fucking podcast um, I want to thank you so much for joining. Please tell the foxhole where they can find you and what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can follow my blog where I bring my girl growth in real life situations for you to listen to and relate, to share, or help other girls will they'll make wiser decisions. Um, my Instagram and Twitter is at the T H E E girl. Podcast and the blog is www.thegirlblog.com. <laughs> yes, with the harp. <laughs> Look, I got tea and crumpets and I got a harp sound. We've got tea and Look. crumpets and we've got a harp. Oh, yes. she's just, her Sunday is going very well today. <laughs> that made my soul feel, you know. You know what? One in three today as on the long, podcast. As long as I can touch someone's soul, it, yes. makes, me, it makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, I want to thank I want to thank karaoke. I want to thank myself because you know I make this possible. Okay. And, uh, Foxhole, we'll see you guys for episode three next week. Have a good week, and Foxhole, please. Whatever the outcome of this goddamn election. God still loves you. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Have you ever just woken up and you thought that your day was going to go one way and you looked outside and on the horizon, it was a fucking shit show? Well, welcome to my Sunday. Today was a damn shit show. But I pulled it together and I said, you know what? 
I'm not going to disappoint the foxhole. I'm not going to disappoint karaoke, even though I wanted to have a temper tantrum and take my ass back to bed. I said, no, we're not doing that today. So what we were going to discuss is going to get pushed back, but we're going to have a better discussion, I feel, today. Um, Welcome to Inside Jamari Fox, the podcast. Let me take you real deep. It's just different. So today, I was supposed to have a whole different uh, situation going on, but clearly the universe said nope. So um, we're going to do something different. I would like to introduce my co-host, Karaoke. Hello. Uh, This is season two, episode two, so we're moving on pretty well. We are sans cousin hybrid today only because... He literally just flew back to the UK and they have a lockdown situation going on. So we have a guest host, a guest host today. Her name is Danny. She runs the podcast, The Girl Podcast, a place where she talks about her growth and her personal real life situations. She wants to share her stories to help other girls make wiser decisions. Danny, please come to the front. Hey guys, I feel like I should have some tea and crumpets with the introduction, you know? accent you just fell into. (laughs) I love it. Listen, I'm just going with it. Leave me alone. Okay, sure. Danny and I have known each other for quite some time. I don't know how we met. All I know is that we met and she said, okay, I like him. And here we are. (laughs) Hey, I actually remember... Oh my God! Wow, I'm, I'm, this is terrible. I'm, I'm already forgetting the anniversary. Oh, <laughs> no, I actually remember we met through a friend, like a mutual friend. But yeah, I remember that part. I know that part, but I don't remember how we actually got like super close. I know we're closer than the actual. We are. That's so sad. So I'm the type of person where I am introduced to someone and then me and that someone become friends and the other person is like pushed out. Right. (laughs) But hey, we don't need them. We don't need them. They could go. They could could go. They could go. Right. All right. So how was everyone's week before we get started? Uh, Guests first. Danny, how was your week? My week was hectic because I am helping out with an event. I'm also nice. coming up with branding, so I'm trying to get myself out there. So nice. this event is going to be a huge beauty expo. Of course, I'm going to be protecting myself at all costs. But Wait, it's, a, it's in public? Yeah. Oh, God. It's not it a is. virtual thing? No. But I won't, I technically won't be attending the event. I'll just be decorating and going my merry way. And, you know, yes. Because you're, you're definitely in the COVID center center of the epic center of drama and confusion along (laughs) with uh, karaoke. Yes. (laughs) Yay, Florida. (laughs) Right. Bugs Bunny saw it off. You, you, you missed the spot. Like, you, you didn't fully saw it off. You <laughs> no, you didn't. Own, <laughs> it's, own, it's own situation. Karaoke, how was your week? Um, My week was actually pretty good. Um, 
I didn't do a whole heck of a lot. But this weekend, yesterday, actually, I went to a corn maze, which mm. was phenomenal. Mm. Um, had lots of fun. Um, we Michael Myers did not get you, apparently. Oh, my gosh. And so we actually went to a nighttime corn maze. So we didn't even roll up to the place until 8 p.m. Um, it was, but it was a full moon. So it wasn't like super, super dark, but I mean, it was still a corn maze at eight o'clock at night. And, um, we, (laughs) 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 sound effects, um, y'all gonna leave me alone about my sound effects. Y'all gonna leave me alone. They, you, you have fun over there with your soundboard. Um, <laughs> but we, we got in, we found our way out to the exit pretty quickly, but they actually had a, like those little mini games that you could play. So while you were going and making wrong turns or right turns, I don't know, there were these boards where mm. you could get the answers to these little like trivia questions. Um, really means nothing. You get nothing for doing it or not doing it. So whatever um but of course i want to do them all because i live for stickers um Um, so yeah so that's what i did at and i think it took us like we wandered around there until they started announcing that they were closing uh so we wandered around in the corn um with some other people uh for about an hour and a half Mm. and then took that hour and a half trip back home that part was not fun um but yeah that was the highlight of my week anyway well, you know what? I'm going to do us all a favor and call you out about something. Me? Oh, gosh. I know. Dun, dun, dun. I did my own sound effects. Um, <laughs> Foxhole and Danny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am afraid. Me and karaoke have actually been playing Jackbox with. Oh! <laughs> with karaoke and her friends, right? Okay. <laughs> we gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. We about to get into it. I regret nothing. Nothing. We've no. been playing this game with a family of monsters. I, I don't know. It's called The Devils and the Details. The Devils, the Devils and the Details, right? So we was killing it on easy. <laughs> killing it. Like, it was like... Every fucking game, karaoke is getting the goddamn cup at the end because she's winning. All right, cool, whatever. So I say, why don't we put it on demonic? And, oh. you know, let's let's get some hard. Let's get something hard going. Turned it all the way up. <laughs> all the motherfucking way up. Well, uh, now, and so to for perspective. So we were actually playing on, like, regular, which was, I think it was level, like, two or three okay okay we're playing on regular right right we bumped it up to demonic but there is a level after demonic and i have no idea how we're gonna manage that one well how she acted the other day i regret nothing so (laughs) because we're on this hard level Mm -hmm. uh karaoke's not been doing pretty good Mm -hmm. that's not the story but okay how about my girl (laughs) Just fucking signed off the other day. <laughs> just, just, like I'm, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see the intro. I'm waiting to like the outro. I'm waiting to see the points. All of a sudden, I see everyone pop back up on Skype. And uh, okay, bye. Have a good night, everyone. I'm gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
sore loser much? Can we can we get that on the table? What was that about? Uh, yes, that was absolutely a <laughs> punk ass sore loser move, um, <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it. So, okay, so the the game is like you are a family of devils and you're pretending to be humans you're trying to blend in by doing chores and this sounds really dumb but i promise it's a fun game so you have a list of things to do like taking out the trash ordering pizza like giving somebody directions to get somewhere um and so people have to like communicate to like find lost objects like you search under the couch and whatever um and so you get points as a family, um, the goal of the game is to get enough points as a family to complete the day. But you can also get points as an individual for doing various chores as well. Now, so, I've been doing points as an individual, and my ass is always coming last. Right. So <laughs> there are these points, there are these tasks that you can do that are selfish tasks, and you get individual points for them. The family does not get points for it. And <clears throat> if too many people are doing selfish tasks you can actually like cause trouble in the family like you could set the family house on fire and then everybody has to stop what they're doing and try to put out this fire because you were doing selfish stuff so if you do the selfish stuff like it helps you get your individual score up but it doesn't help the family so we could still fail the day um so anyway we've played like we played like five games in a row and I won all five games, like solidly in the lead with these points, not from doing selfish stuff, just from, you know, helping out my team, being family member, whatever. Jamari loves to do selfish stuff. Like I'm always in there trying to stop it. Baby, I'm selfish. (laughs) Baby, I'm selfish. All mine. Baby, I'm selfish. So while we're calling me out for being a sore loser, you are forever being selfish. Anyway, not that it helps him because he's always at the bottom of the scoreboard because <laughs> being selfish does not pay. Wow, anyway. that felt very, very jagged. That it, it was. Just, that it felt was. Like, so, I just felt like the whole knife. Let me need. Let life. me know if you need a band aid. I got you. This is going to need more than a band aid. Okay. <laughs> so, the first five games we played, I won top of the scoreboard, and I'm loving it. And so you get this little mug. I mean, again, I like stickers. It's it doesn't mean anything. It's just like it comes up on the screen, and it's like you get a mug for like, it's like an accolade or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In game accolades. So then we played a game, and. I don't remember who won. Maybe it was my husband. I don't remember. Um, but he won the next game. And I was like, what the fuck? So no, it was your friend. Game. Your friend. Oh, was it? Okay. So yeah. all I know is somebody beat me. And so then I was like, okay, we need to play again. And then we played again. And I won. And then I was like, okay, I'm tired. We're going to bed. Like, we're done playing this game <laughs> for the night. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. we played another night. And then I lost again. And so on the second round, I was actually in the lead. Like my points were back where they were supposed to be. But because somebody, Jamari, (laughs) did so many selfish tasks, the family lost points. And so even though, so the family didn't win the game to move on to the next day. So we had to restart the day and then my points were wrong. So I ended up losing the game and yeah, so, when I saw where my score was in relation to everybody else's before they put the final announcement of the official scores on the game, yeah, I shut the shit off. So what? <laughs> so what? He's a sore loser. <laughs> I 
that just but felt here's good. the thing. That so we need um I think that we can play this game with eight people. And usually so, we have like five. So we really need um extra people to play this game with us. So really like yes, yeah, send in your like comments and blog responses. So like let us know if you want to play with us. Cause that, we, that's what I was gonna friends. say. I was gonna say that um we can invite the foxhole to join, selective foxholers to to join us in playing this game. It's that actually really fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, you are already going to join. Sorry. <laughs> like I'm, I'm by initiation. Yeah, by virtue of being on this podcast. Right. In your invite, your invite's already there. <laughs> Just want to let you know. Um, so yesterday was Halloween. Did anyone do anything? Cause well, you did the cornfield. I yes. did my bedroom. Daddy, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm planning for this event, so that's what I was going. And plus, I had this little notion that the I don't know if y'all ever heard of the whole moon, like full moon on a Halloween oh, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, I'm so superstitious, it's not even funny. So I was like, you know what? No, we're going to stay home, watch some Sleepy Hollow, cut up this stuff for this event, and have some wine and relax. So like, that's what like I, I did. Tell people, like I tell people, I don't get in nobody's, I don't walk no streets of New York ever on Halloween, I will definitely get in somebody's son or daughter car and I'm going somewhere. I am not. Because guess what? You could sit up here, fucking walk the streets, and here you go, you getting robbed by a goddamn Teletubby and you don't know who the fuck it is. Not a Teletubby, bro. What are you telling what are you telling the police? Um the purple Tinky Teletubby. Tinky got my shit. Tinky Winky just hold me the fuck up and I don't know who I, but okay, I'm just gonna go home. Like, no, I don't think so. Um so we're going to get into two topics and then we're going to just head right into the discussion today. But first topic, everyone, guess what's coming up this week? Okay, by the sound of the quietness, no one knows and are they're ignoring. Um, <laughs> the election. The election is, is Tuesday. Wow. Uh, honestly, I don't know who's, who's getting it. I think it's all going to tie into the discussion today. Uh, I'm not going to ask who you're voting for because I really don't want the foxholers dragging you guys for filth. So I'm going to say, I'm going to ask if, let's say the results don't go in the favor you want, are you going to be okay? <laughs> I think that... Um... I'm actually really stuck on this because if the results don't go my way, I really feel like what I want to do is just move to France or something. But because COVID, right, because COVID, they're like, nah, bitch, stay where you are. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to just have to be mad about it and then, you know, keep being an American, like a reluctant American for four <laughs> years. I don't know. Because <laughs> you know what? My person that I did not do not want, I was hoping that Rona was going to handle that job for us. But clearly, <laughs> listen, Rona, the Rona, the Rona got checked, and I said, yeah, "I'm okay. pretty sure that was a spoiler." <laughs> <laughs> right? Was it low key? Yeah. Was it? Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh, sorry, not uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. 
Um, no, but I thought the Rona was going to handle the job, but clearly the Rona bitched the fuck out. So, right. you know, if, like, fuck you, Roro. You just want us. Uh, Danny, what are, how are you going to be? First of all, I was silent because I had already voted, but I low-key kind of like forgot that it was an actual voting day. Oh, no offense. Sorry. I already I voted early, so I was just like, you know, as long as I vote and I tell everybody to get out there and vote, go vote. Um, but yes, I, you know, I don't know how I will react if, I don't even know if I should just put it out there. But if one particular party wins, I don't know. I'm going to be so disappointed. But I'm along the lines of moving as well. The last time I went to the post office, the line was out the door to get passports. Mm, So, yes. So I'm like, I'm thinking that we're all kind of along the same lines. Like, you know, if that party wins, hey, we're going to take a trip and it might become permanent. The, the the thing is, though, like, so I've looked into this before for non-political reasons, um, moving to the UK or something, which, I mean, their COVID numbers are crazy right now, so... Well, Cousin <clears throat> Hybrid is there, and clearly. Yeah, right. So I don't think that that's the place to be, but... So to move to another country, you have to be able to financially support yourself, Mm-hmm. So, like, Rihanna could up and move to the UK and just be like, this is where I am now, because she's got <clears throat> millions and millions of dollars, and she can afford to support herself. Riri, um, we from Barbados. I'm, I'm, I, I am, I could be a roommate. I'm right here. <laughs> right, right here. Or your housekeeper, whatever you need. I got what? you. You want me to babysit your dog? Right. So... No. Like, so you can't, um, like, you can go and get a work visa, but you have to have a company to sponsor you, which is difficult to do if you're not, like, a CEO of something or you're in, like, IT or something like that. Um, You can't just go on, Mm -hmm. like, a three-year vacation. Like, they tend to don't allow it. And like I said, because COVID, they're just like, nah, we're good on you right now. Thank you to thank you to that that person that ruins. right yes especially because of our, our current president who like the like the world kind of feels has not handled covid well when did all americans stay <laughs> out thank you very much but y'all keep your red white and blue we're good when did america become the projects i just don't understand oh, god Hmm. Like it's been the projects to be honest, but it paused when Obama was in office, and then it just after he left, it resumed. Because I'm trying to figure out what make America great again. When right, (laughs) like now there was a moment in our lives where things were just going really well, life was good, and then it just became a shit show. Like we'll get into expectations in a few. All right. So second story. This story. All right. I'm going to try to say this story without cringing every time I, I just think about it. When I was younger, my aunt, my amazing aunt, God rest her soul, told me, you know, she was into ghosts and goblins and all that good stuff. But she told me that Jamari, you know, when you walk outside, the floor could open up and kill you. And I was like, oh, excuse me? 
So I wanted to be carried everywhere like I was Mariah Carey. I was like, well, since that's the case, I don't want to put my foot anywhere on the ground in case that shit opens up because I ain't trying to get sucked in. So I never really heard any more stories growing up about sinkholes. But Lord knows in New York, they had a sinkhole situation that happened. A gentleman in the Bronx, he was standing and waiting for the bus and the fucking sidewalk opened up and he fell through and landed in a rat nest and was down there for an hour, for half an hour, waiting for people to come and get him, um, the, the, the police to come get him. He broke his leg and his arm and he did not want to open up his mouth with the amount of rats that were fucking crawling on him. Can I tell you that I probably would need to be checked into the mental for the rest of my life? Facts. Yeah. I remember when we, um, when we grew up and there was a, a subway and if you went downtown especially mm-hmm. and you looked over into the, the rails while you were waiting for the train, um, then you could see the rats scampering down there. And I remember thinking like, I'm really glad that I am five feet above ground. I'm pretty sure rats can't jump five feet or at least like for my sanity, I need to believe that they can't jump five feet and like come get me. But I was like, I would never want to be down there on purpose. So for the ground to open up and invite me unwillingly, like, yeah, I know you, I would never say another coherent thing ever again. Well, the thing that's scary is that underneath the ground, there's millions of rats down there. That's that's the scary part. Like, you didn't just land. Like, in my mind, you land in, like, something where the Ninja Turtles would skate in. You landed in, like, a nest of rats. And then you had to wait down there for an, a half an hour. But the thing, like, I don't understand when the ground opens up and there are rats. Like, why are there so many in that uh-huh. one spot that they're, like crawling over him to the point where he's like, I can't open my mouth to scream for help because I don't want a rat to jump him. Oh house. my God. Just the Whoa. fucking thought like, of what it. What level just... of ratage are we talking about? <laughs> like, that is frightening. My whole body has gone numb. Yeah. <laughs> I can't move right now. <laughs> like, first of all, I didn't even know sinkholes were that serious. Like, I didn't know that literally the ground could just open up and fucking take you under there. So that's crazy to me like does anyone know how that happens or that just happens i i don't mm-hmm. know specifically but i know that like in florida <laughs> yes we get them frequently yeah wow. where there have been um i think it was like, it's like i mean it happens all the time but like two i think it was like two or three years ago maybe i don't really know how time works so it honestly could have been 12 years ago um there was a whole like resort apartment complex thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm out in the Disney area and mm-hmm. like half that bitch just fell into a hole because the ground opened up. Everything started shifting into it. Were people in the, the in the hotel? Um, Probably. I don't remember if they reported that anybody died in there, but there was, you know, millions of dollars of damage at the very least. But, and it's, it's happened. Like you can, um, across the world like you've seen pic- you, you'll see pictures where like people are just driving down the street and then the sidewalk opens up and people are like driving head first or they're like at a stoplight and then all of a sudden the back of their car just falls down mm-hmm. 
So I don't know what causes the sinkhole, but they are scary AF. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, they are. I know one sinkhole down here uh, started because of flooding, like a pipe broke and then they don't realize that it breaks until like the surface starts pulling in. And then um, by then it's too late. So everything's going under. So you mean to tell me I have to learn how to fly? Okay. Or swim. <laughs> or swim. I mean, if the rats are in the ground, don't do fly. Listen. Option, right? <laughs> He's like, okay, we can just have the funeral right then and there. Listen, I feel like the rats are conspiring to take over New York. They're just waiting. They're oh, like, you well, know what? I mean, if the contents of that hole are any indication, they're on their way. Master fucking Splinter is down there and he is going to, like, we've dealt with COVID. Now we're going to, like, what's next? Like, it's almost like, what's next? Nope, the rats are next. Nope, <laughs> the rats are coming together like the, um. They're coming together like the with the fucking, us. they're coming together like the sky rats, which are the pigeons. And they're all going to just fucking come for our asses. Oh. And that'll be the end for me because I don't like either or, especially birds. <laughs> so when you see a bird in public, you're like, oh, shit, it's coming. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't take me to the beach because, I mean, I absolutely love the atmosphere when I'm at the beach. But eating there, eating on the beach is like fighting for your life. Yo, my my friend just posted in our chat this video of these girls Um that were on a beach somewhere down here in Clearwater, I think they were on the beach doing a um, like an Instagram or whatever or some sort of video about um, the seafood place, and so they had their like seafood boil and their crabs and shrimp and whatever, and this big ass seagull like just assaulted them and stole their crab legs. <laughs> Wow. I saw like, that. Yeah. You, you see the wing on the side, and the bird just comes in for a landing and like misses it. But the girls get up and run away, and the yeah. bird came back. And the girl came back too and got her food and ran. Did you see that part? Yes. <laughs> so the animal kingdom is coming to take over. Okay, I got Yo. it. The Listen, are, they have the already birds. started. <laughs> Listen, I you know, the murder hornets came and you know that was a, a quick thing and then they started coming back again. They're they're the leaders of this yeah. world takeover. And they're like, We are tired of you humans. We were here, we had space, we had lots of trees, um, and now y'all have taken it away. And down where I am, um, in a lot of places in, in Hillsborough County, because they're building so much there's so much residential development going on. Mm. Um in South Tampa there was um, a an infestation of of, of snakes. Oh, um, because fuck? because somebody so they had bought up like these like fifty acres of land or whatever it was, and they started cutting down all of the trees and like digging up the land to prep it. Um, but it released all these snakes out into the area and so we also and closer to me there's coyotes like lots of coyote sightings um that have been reported lately because of all the construction and so they're the places where they would have been hiding in the trees and living their best life now humans are like i need my ugly ass cookie cutter home for three hundred thousand dollars and, and so it's like, okay, cool, problem. now you got coyotes in your backyard. That's the problem. The humans are fucking up these people's land. Yeah. And now it's like, you know what I mean? They're like being, I don't know where they're going, but they're heading into residential neighborhoods to torment the fucking, to torment us. Yeah. 
All right, so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back to have a little chat. Okay. Okie dokie.